Hello, and thank you for joining me again. I super appreciate that. Today, I have a poem I would like to share with you. A couple days ago, I was in Balboa Park, which is one of my favorite places in San Diego, under one of my favorite trees, and I was writing in my journal, and this poem just started to form, and I thought, well, you know, the podcast could be a good place to share that. So, um, the name of it is called, Could I Be a Tree? And here we go. Sometimes I wonder, could I be a tree? I'm flexible yet strong, grounded yet still free. Over time, space, intention, and love, I grew and grew and grew. Who knew I'd rise above? Above the messes, drama, chaos, and uncertainty. Through storms and sunshine, I actually found clarity. Though my limbs are long and thin, they hold much strength and power created from within. To some I offer shade, and to some I offer shelter. For those I have engaged with, they say I really felt her. They felt my heart, they felt my love, and they felt my soul. We helped one another become a bit more whole. Birds come to rest on me, and butterflies kiss my cheek. Some come for refuge, and some come to seek. I gladly offer nutrients, comfort, and an ear. I'm here to help you breathe, process through your fear. I can be your shelter, your friend, or a stand. I can help you assess your options and create a new plan. No payment is owed. Everything is mutual. Always respectful, mindful, and neutral. Though I am planted in the ground, all my roots unraveled, my consciousness is always wandering and always up to travel. My friends visit me from around this magical sphere. There is no place like home. <sighs> there is no place like here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I believe I'm actually going to perform this poem and a song at my first open mic night. Um, I believe it's going to be this week or next week. And it's going to be at either Eve in Encinitas or Trilogy in La Jolla. I really uh, love those two places if you haven't got to check them out or haven't heard of them. They are an awesome uh, gathering spot for artists and communities. They have really great vegan food and um, a cafe. They're, the, the plates that they come out, I'm always in, <laughs> in amazement. They look and smell and taste so good and they're actually healthy for you and plant-based and raw, and, but they make it really yummy. So, um, And they're always down for supporting community and, and bringing people together. So always a good energy there, very supportive. And that's Eve in Encinitas and a Trilogy in La Jolla. And I will post on my Facebook and Instagram which one I'm going to go to in case anybody would like to join. So I think I'm also going to have another poem uh, come up this week. I have an interview set up this week. 
and I think there's going to be some some good surprises coming up for the podcast. I'm really excited to to share with you guys. So thanks for tuning in again. Like I said, I really appreciate your support, and this is a really neat opportunity to you know to share and to get things started and you know get get discussions that need to be had <laughs> a place to to start them and uh yeah so uh you guys enjoy the rest of your night or day depending on what time you're listening to this and uh we will I was going to say we'll talk soon but I guess it's just me talking <laughs> Um, we will engage soon. All right. Peace. Hello there. Thank you for joining me again. I very much appreciate it. Uh, welcome. Today, I wanted to go over a couple things that I am doing to train my brain. I use that term a lot and I just wanted to go into a little bit more detail about what that means. Training your brain is something that I learned about through two different podcasts, um, one of them being Quick Brain, and I'm pretty sure I've already mentioned it, <laughs> but it really is an awesome place to get some tools and techniques. And that's pretty much what training your brain is, is just learning and putting into play these new um, tools, more or less, that you can use to start sharpening and um, executing the things that you'd really like to execute. So definitely a lot to do with memory and recall and learning about how your brain works and how it stores things and using emotion um, and triggers and anchors and lots of fun things so I encourage you to check that out. One of the things that I'm playing around with, I kind of learned a couple tools and steps and then you can kind of create your own little self challenges. So one that I wanted to do was see if I can remember a particular item or event or thought at a particular place or time, and I would get to set both. So what I started off with was a star-shaped leaf, and I know that sounds funny, there's a little bit of a story behind it, but I was basically drawn to a star-shaped leaf, it was kind of like a light brown gold, and I used that image, and I said, okay, when I get to the end of this, hallway, I want to remember, as soon as I pass through it, this star. It's star leaf. And so it was a little ways in front of me. I knew that I had some time to definitely be distracted, um, which is the, it's just the point. I get so easily distracted that I often veer off from whatever I was enjoying or doing or whatever flow I was in, I get distracted. So I'm trying to work on kind of bringing myself back in, kind of anchoring myself, alerting myself when I, you know, get too far. But this is something I wanted to play with at first. So, um, and so I did that. So I imagined myself going through this place in my mind. I can imagine myself walking through the end of the tunnel and or hallway. 
and that as soon as I walk out that this star would just kind of pop up in my, you know, in my head and that's what I would think about when I got there. So I imagined it, I kind of rehearsed it in my head once or twice and then I went about my business and come to the end of that hallway I remembered pop there goes the little star so I remembered um, the star and then I rem then you know then remembering that I remembered so <laughs> I know that sounds like it's a given but sometimes it's not so that was a, a really exciting, so I wanted to use that more, so I started playing with it and adding more things onto the list, so now I wanted to remember three things, and I would set the, the, the distance of either the space or the time further, so I said, okay, at sunset tomorrow, I want to remember this, and, you know, by this, by sometime in the next week, I want to smell this and you know I would just kind of very like specific things like burnt cheese <laughs> and I wanted to hear um, I, at this particular moment that I was thinking this I heard a flute playing Fly Me to the Moon by Frank Sinatra and so I said okay by tomorrow night I want to hear either a flute or Frank Sinatra or Fly Me to the Moon um, let's see if you know if that can happen and the other thing was is that any time that I felt um, sun on my skin and actually noticed it then I would immediately think of how um, I would think of two positive things about my life you know how wonderful and abundant my life is or how free and um, joyful my life is and I would just think of two things that that I would say to you know the kind of affirmations of beliefs of, of my life and so I think it was really neat so I got to kind of play around with it and, and see how it worked out and got to test my memory got to test manifestation got to test um, yeah well all sorts of stuff so <laughs> but what was really neat is the next day um, I didn't smell burnt cheese no, I didn't smell burnt cheese, but, but, I did hear Frank Sinatra, Fly Me to the Moon, with the flute solo, <laughs> at the end of an ocean beach pier, while waltzing with William. <laughs> um, I meet the most amazing souls in Ocean Beach, it is definitely a vortex where a great, great, great energy gathers there. So um, it's always adventurous in Ocean Beach and I, it never fails. I meet the most spectacular people and go on the most wild adventures um, of just pure magic there. So last night never, you know, it doesn't fail, especially Wednesday nights, it's the drum circle. So it's extra, extra fun. <laughs> um, so, another fun thing that um, you can do to train your brain slash um, help manifest your future to bring it closer to kind of get your mind and your body and your heart all in the same place 
is uh, acting out what you would like to be doing next, what what you're wishing for or aspiring for. So whether it's your new job or your new house or car or you're with your new partner, whatever it may be that you acted out and you acted out so well that you can really convince yourself that you you pretend so perfectly that it is that it is a show that you have convinced yourself that this is real and you feel those emotions and you feel those feelings because the more real those feel and the more that you engage and interact with these feelings your mind and your body start to believe that that is real and it starts to get used to what's going on and it's going to uh, pick up on it if it happens again so if you ignite that again and you replay that again um, again your mind and your body are going to attach to it and recognize it and um, and if you do it again eventually it starts to become a pattern and a routine and it, it, it eventually becomes natural and you won't actually have to put uh, much effort or energy or you know, remembering to do that because by then it's actually become something that's part of your daily routine. So that is, again, part of training your brain. So acting things out and truly believing them. Uh, and then it's so much fun because you get to use your imagination. We don't get to do that as often. So I, I think it's super fun to see what my subconscious comes up with and... Um, this particular one that I did tonight had to do with being a host of an event, uh, an event that I've been wanting to create and be a part of for a long time, and tonight I got to play out my part as being a host, and it felt really amazing. It brought on a lot of awesome ideas and topics and content that I think would be great for the YouTube channel and you know possibly even the podcast it also I don't know kind of helped me get through the jitters almost because it felt so real that it it, it even kind of brought up like real possibilities and real scenarios um, of what I would do if I was you know in that position like my phone rang I was like oh my gosh like <laughs> Like if my phone was going off right now, like what, I don't know, it just kind of like it helped me prepare really almost for, for if that was really happening. So it was kind of like a first, a first round um, or a rough draft. And so it was just nice to be able to have like practice. And so that way, you know, if I'm in that position again or when I'm in that position again, that it'll feel a little bit easier because I kind of feel like I almost did it already. Uh, and it really, it depends on how well you can can play it off to yourself and so I I love to act and I love to play and so I think it's fun to to get into that because the more you get into it the more powerful it is and the more of a chance of you have you know it coming true so how often does your future rely on how good your imagination is and how convincing um, are your acting skills and how passionate can you really feel about something um, and so I think that this is super neat that, that 
this is what I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, well, shoot, <laughs> we can all do that. And that's, that's the neat thing is that with training your brain and getting your life to where you'd like it to be, it really all just comes down to what you like and what you don't like and, and simplifying things, uncomplicating things, untangling things, and just getting things back to a basic, digestible, comprehensive um, formula that, that we can all you know, that we can all follow. So there's lots of fun different ways that we can that we can do that and that's what I would like to bring onto the podcast and the YouTube channel is not only my ways but anybody else. I mean I know that there's people out there that have great ideas and I would love to be a platform to share those ideas. This and the channel and I have another channel and I have a, a Patreon and I'll be having a blog going up soon so I'll have lots of forms of outlets um, there's lots of different things going on in my life and different directions and interests and passions and I think that for a while because I thought that I had to keep them all in one place that it was too much for one place and that it would be too confusing and it's overwhelming and so I didn't really put anything there but then when I realized that I can spread it out and that there's better platforms for particular type of passions um, it made it a little bit easier um, even though there's more accounts right now at least it makes it so that each place kind of has a home and it makes sense there um, rather than trying to fit in and maybe an outlet or platform that wouldn't quite work out best for it and what's neat is that I'm extremely open to collaborate and to talk to other people who want to do similar things and I think there's lots of fun ideas that that could be combined that we can add to that we can grow from and um, yeah so I'm always always down for that um, I think my next next uh, act acting out scene that I would like to do is I want to pitch one of my dreams. I actually want to say it out loud as if I was in front of investors um, and I want to sell my product or my idea and I want to know how it would feel and kind of an idea of what to prepare for a little bit and you know imagine my outfit and imagine how I'm standing and imagine how prepared and confident I feel and, and how relaxed I am and how, uh, how it's going to be good no matter what, no matter what happens after this meeting, it's, it's all good and, and everything that I ask for in my life, you know, I ask for things like for them to be win-win situations, I ask to be pleasantly surprised, I ask to be at the right place at the right time. Um, these are types of things that are general enough but can cover a lot so that you can still have a lot of variety um, in the things that you're manifesting uh, but that if you can kind of give uh, almost a guarantee <laughs> that they would be good because you really do want to be careful what you ask for and you really do have to watch your wording and become more aware of the language that you're using and the words that you're using Sometimes we accidentally say things that um, we don't mean, but it can be picked up subconsciously as literal. 
you know, saying, oh, this job is killing me, or, you know, like, oh, I hate this diet, and you say all these negative things, and then you wonder why it's so, so hard for you to not do whatever that is, but if you think about it, you're basically telling your brain and your body that you don't want to be doing it anymore, and that you would do anything that you possibly could to stay away from something that's trying to kill you, <laughs> and so there's distraction and there's you know all these feelings of wanting to leave because if you're saying this place is killing you and you go back there every day you're going to start to psychologically you know and physically see some effects that are trying to get you out of there so changing what you say how you say it um, and just being more aware of what kind of groups of people you're hanging out with, what kind of shows and news are you watching, what kind of things are you listening to in the background, um, what kind of energy honestly are you around, are you around an energy that you know is draining um, and do you just put up with it, is it, a, is it a place that you have to be, is there a way to change energy, turning on music, maybe opening a door or window, starting a conversation, putting out a deck of cards, changing the lighting and bringing in a plant. I mean, like, you know, are there things that could be done? So there's just lots of little things that we can do at any time to change, you know, like I said, our environment or um, the way that we think, the, the way that we treat ourselves, the way that we talk to ourselves, um, the words that we choose. Um, yeah, going back to training your brain, so there's an acting out thing, so there's lots of different um, tips and tools and tactics that I've learned along the way that I would love just to throw out there for anybody to take what they would like. It's there for, um, there for, you know, it's like a buffet. Sometimes I feel like it's a buffet that people can just put out their ideas or their experiences or their suggestions or whatever and it's there for anybody to pick up if they like and if not then it's no big deal either it doesn't ever have to be any guilt it's a nice open place no judgment everything is mutual respectful and fair um, yeah so I like to consider this place a safe space I'm tr I didn't actually mean to rhyme all that, and <laughs> surprised it actually came out that well. <laughs> but yes, a safe space is what I consider uh, a place exactly that, where it is safe and people are welcome to, you know, comment as they like because we know that it's all for the good and from a good place, and that, uh, and unless you know unless we're like encouraging each other or motivating each other or supporting each other I feel like there's not much else that that needs to be said um, you're, you're welcome too but it's, uh, it's definitely a place for, for motivation so um, thank you for joining me again I appreciate it and I look forward to going deeper into uh, gosh, all the adventures and the journey that, uh, that we are all on, I am sharing mine. I encourage you to share yours in your own way. So thanks again, and uh, 
see you on the flip side. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Thank you again for joining me. I appreciate all the support. So today's segment, I was thinking that we could use some examples that were occurring in my life and um, be able to pull out some some useful or helpful tips of ways that I have been going about this and how I believe they have you know served me well or lessons that I've learned along the way that could maybe benefit someone else um, in the present or the future. So to give you a little update, about a year ago I went to Maui and it definitely felt like the universe had called me there and while I was there I had a very deep understanding that I was supposed to be there for sure and that I would be returning and coming back in some you know time in the future but I didn't really know when or any of the details and I just knew that you know that I was going to be coming back and so about maybe a month ago it was I guess revealed almost to me in a way that it it felt okay the time is the time is now it's everything is lined up almost um, you could say with with no commitments to jobs or people or specific relationships or businesses um, my son is in Milwaukee till June um, my father is ready to rent out the house that I'm living in and so it seemed as if things were definitely opening up for some kind of new chapter and so when Hawaii um, came into the picture I was you know, excited and thrilled and ready to go and in the first week everything was moving very smoothly very efficiently and to me that was just more reassurance that this is the right thing now not that anything technically went wrong but things did start to slow down and go into a different direction and that was that was the moment when i could feel the the very strong feelings of panic or freak out or <laughs> doubt question um and I know those feelings are very familiar to me and I know what they can do, I know what their power is and I know what the results are. Luckily, um, with training my brain and just being more aware of myself and my situations and being able to detach myself from situations and consciously separating um, the emotions and the energy that is uh, involved in this these particular feelings and situation and being able to step back and say okay yes this is what's going on here this is this is what we're working with these are the facts that we have um, these are the feelings that have arisen what do we want to do with this now so rather than letting the situation you know take control of me I was able to pause and I wouldn't say take control of the situation, but at least assess it um, and, and be able to get a clearer picture of what I'm working with here. Control in my mind means that 
you you have a grip <laughs> on something that it's not going to move too far away um, that you have an idea of, of what's uh, what to expect or what your intentions are and actually feel like you know you are doing that <laughs> after um, further I guess I should say as time went on uh, it came to find out that Hawaii the program that I'm applying for is actually not accepting until December but the the motion of moving out of San Diego was already in play and not that I couldn't stop it but it doesn't feel right to stay right now um, I know that I'm coming back to San Diego I feel that it's my home there's a lot of amazing things going on here a lot <laughs> But I also feel like I'm supposed to be somewhere else for a little bit, doing something else, learning something new. I don't know exactly what it is. If it's, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot. I'm sure it's more than just one thing. I'm not only capable of taking in more than one thing at a time, but I'm asking for it. I, I have come to a level that I'm really happy and satisfied with what I've gained so far and I'm ready for more and so I can't help but to feel that this is the universe or my higher self or future self or whatever you'd like to say law of attraction even that I've definitely put out there that that um, I'm ready to to engage in more and enhance my life more through activity through spirituality through through productivity, through businesses, through communicating, through uh, service. I mean, there's just so many different ways that I know that I can excel to the next, you know, level. Um, artistically, I mean, yeah. And so, you know, even though I don't have all the specifics, you know, I don't have the exact location yet. I don't have the dates yet. I don't have the things that some people in my life would really like to know and you know I used to need to know and then it went to want to knowing and then having to basically live like this with living with the unknown and getting to a point in your life where you're actually accepting the unknown and then you find yourself inviting the unknown and calling the unknown and um, it, it, it puts me in a different mindset. I had to get comfortable with the unknown. You know, if I was, if I was that accepting of it, <laughs> and if I, you know, was in a comfortable, if I'm in a state where I'm saying, I'm okay with not knowing what my future is because realistically none of us really do. And I wanted to get out of that mindset that, that, that convinced myself that I do have that much control over um, over what's coming because I don't and and that was a very hard thing for someone who was so into controlling things and having things planned out and organized and I was assuring people and promising people things and it felt like at that time that I could have a certain amount of control and and maybe because I truly believed that I did that it, it played a part in it somehow but 
when I took a step further back and started to realize a little bit more of the way that my world works and my mind and my life and my beliefs and all that, that it wasn't really the greatest move for me to be that attached to to an unknown future, thinking that I have control over it and thinking that I do know what's in it. And with separating from that and with releasing that, I do want to make it clear that by me accepting the unknown is not giving up, it's not putting my hands up in the air and saying like, oh, I'm not going to try to do anything. I'm just going to close my eyes and, you know, let this life take me away wherever it wants. I mean, there's a degree of, of allowing, um, yeah, to be surprised. I love to be pleasantly surprised and, and I, I want there to be exciting unknowns, but my whole thing is that they're good unknowns, that they're positive things. And so when I am working on this, I specifically say that, um, and specifically intend for positive unknowns. And so I know that maybe to some who are not familiar with what I'm talking about, that may sound kind of funny. And then those, you know, who who are familiar with setting intentions and and having affirmations and reminding yourself of what you what you want and what you feel is right in your life right now and making it clear making it clear for yourself, making it clear for your mind, making it clear for your heart, making it clear, well, it's more like your heart's making it clear for you, in, in my specific case, um, and just putting it out there to the universe, and, and also putting it out there to the people that are in your life, and it's making a statement, really, and before I make such a big statement, before I make such a big, um, you know, I don't know, it's almost a promise to myself that that I'm realizing I can't make promises to other people and I can't give guarantees to other people. I can do absolutely the best that I can with everything that's in my power and that I can give, you know, that I can guarantee somebody, but I can't guarantee results because there's so many other factors, there's other energies, there's the whole idea of co-creating and I say the idea of it because it's, it is an idea to grasp to, to get that concept. And if you're familiar with it, you know, it's a, it seems like it's more of a natural way of life. But before you're familiar with it, the idea of creating and co-creating is, is a big concept. And so I want to put it out there subjectively because that's not something that's just a known thing or something that someone could be like oh yeah cool I get it you know it takes a little while for me at least to really wrap my head around the idea of creating and co-creating and energy and moving energy and and blocking energy and um gosh what else in that whole entire field there's so many different terms and meanings that we're working with with vibration and with frequency and manifesting and attraction and you know there's there's so much going on and it's all fascinating to me and I really if you if you really look into those things and 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 
and play with them. I say play with them and look into them because play, I feel like, is with your heart and with your soul and your imagination. And then looking into something, researching, is getting to use your mind and your brain. And I feel like to really move forward on something, you want to have all parts of you <clears throat> going forward. Otherwise, it doesn't quite seem to, the longevity doesn't seem to to, to work or the, or the quality or the quantity, you know, to have max full potential here and potency of, of, of really um, moving forward on something is if all parts of me are on board. If every part of me believes it and wants it and, you know, understands it and comprehends it and can use it, I mean, that's when it's, that's when it's really useful. And so I think it's very important to play with an idea, feel out an idea, imagine an idea, research an idea or a concept or whatever it is that you're that you're bringing into your life to better understand and see if that's something that you want to go forward with. Is that a direction that you want to go? Is it something that you want to make a part of your life? You know, not only ideas or concepts, but people or hobbies or a routine. I mean, anything that you're inviting into your life in order for it to really be successful you're going to want to have as many parts of you on board uh, if not all so coming back to Hawaii um, and giving giving people in my life um, a satisfied answer I just I can't I can't uh, seem to to be able to to do that right now (laughs) Um, and it, and it makes me, uh, help, it makes me, allows me to bring up the question, you know, how much do we want to let other people's influence affect us? You know, how much do we want their opinions to really weigh in on our decision making? And just because you love somebody and respect them and and believe that they're a wonderful beautiful intelligent human being whether we would like to see it or not they're on a different path we could have similar directions in our paths but everybody's on a different path and everybody has a different background and morals and values and you know things that have happened to them that allow them to think a certain way you know our brains um, are like are, are, are like a thumbprint a fingerprint you know it's it's individual and unique to you no one's going to have the same mind as you and we forget that sometimes because we often think that people think the same way that we do or they want the same things or they're afraid of the same things or you know, whatever it is that oftentimes they don't. <laughs> and we don't really talk about it and we don't really always correct the other person or we don't always say the truth about what's really going on inside. So it is very hard to read other people and it's very easy to just assume that that everyone is similar to us or or very much not similar to us and in you and see it as a bad thing. I'm not saying you personally, obviously, but I'm saying that it's seen as a bad thing if you are different. So 
I think just bringing to light those two things right there, you know, remembering that, no, not everyone thinks the same way as us and wants the same things, views things the same way. And um, <laughs> that's really funny, and I got distracted and forgot the second thing. <laughs> Good thing it's recorded. Uh, but yes, we're bringing that to light. Um, but, you know, allowing other people to to really affect our decisions, I, I had to take a step back. I had to to put up some boundaries, and that's uncomfortable. It's a, it was uncomfortable for me to put up boundaries, and it was uncomfortable for the people on the other side to all of a sudden have this thing in front of them, this wall of sorts saying, excuse me, here he, here he, these are Tori's, <laughs> these are Tori's um, suggestions mm -hmm. of of what she feels comfortable allowing and what she doesn't. And these suggestions and feelings, you know, these are new to both of us, to all of us. And I had to feel it out. And life is trial and error. It's, it's trying things out to see what works for you because... You know, even if something worked for someone else, it doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to work for you. So a lot of it is just doing it and seeing what happens. What's the feedback? How did it go? How do you feel about it? How did, how did, it, how did it go with everyone else, you know? And so I think there's definitely that balance between reading people's feedback so that you can adjust accordingly in the future is different from taking in people's feedback as exactly what you should be doing with you know with your trial and errors so I think that separating myself and being able to see people's reactions and just observe them and take note you know like a little scientist with my little pen and paper and and watch and say okay well when I said this this happened when I did this this is what happened but then you know, going into it even deeper and realizing, gosh, that this is going to actually be different every time because in every single moment we change, um, something happens to us that we experience that changes the view of something and our moods change and our environments change and our, our energy changes. And so, you know, there's not very, there's not very much of a constant going on here because if I were to check back in five minutes later or a day later or five days later or a year later, they're going to be different reactions to an extent. And, and even the fact that they would be experiencing something over and over again is already going to change it because you're getting used to something. Um, just like with the unknown, like I have been living with the unknown for a while that I'm starting to get used to it something that makes you uncomfortable you do it enough times you start to get comfortable with it and um, so I think putting up my boundaries numerous times no matter really what the subject was it was getting everyone a little bit more familiar and whether they want to say comfortable or not at least to an extent where it didn't cause so much of an uproar every time that I would put up a boundary and so I think putting up those first boundaries were definitely the hardest because you don't know the reaction you don't know um, you don't know anything <laughs> you're just going out there and be like well I think these are my boundaries I felt them out I thought them out 
Um, they make sense. I've, I've slept on it. I've written about it, you know, so I, I do things, you know, with, with, um, attention and detail and I try to have accuracy in each thing that I do. I want to do things thoroughly and, and correctly in my own mind and my own standards. So when I put up these boundaries, I could stand behind them easier because I knew that I believed in them. You know, if they were something that I just thought of in the moment and the, you know, passionate argument and throw up these boundaries and be like, these are them and don't cross them and this is me and this is who I am now. It's like, I would know that my emotions were highly involved in that and I'm, and I'm glad that they were passionate about it, but that doesn't uh, always make for like the best solid boundary building. And so after my process of writing about it, thinking about it, meditating on it, resting on it, whatever it is that you want to get comfortable, come back to it like a rough draft, you know, and then come back and see how you feel about it. But knowing that you're comfortable with your boundaries and, you know, kind of gives me that extra boost of confidence going in that with what I'm saying is, 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 you know, um, what's the word I want to use? It was, it was done with care. I'll just put it that way. So I don't know. I think any time that you have something that you put your time and attention and care and love into, you can get behind it more. You know, you can feel it more. You can be assured with what you're coming to the table with. So, and of course, each person's going to be different, how they react to those boundaries. And that's to be expected. And I feel respected as well because everyone's allowed to to feel what they want to feel and trying to box in uh, someone's reaction or what you thought they were going to feel or you know oh this is what I expect this is what I anticipated it's like I feel like there it works out best for me at least if I detach myself from any expectations of how uh, a confrontation is going to go or how a discussion might end because it, it it can affect you know the energy of it and whether energy to you sounds like a foo-foo word <laughs> or or a real concept it's there it is there the energy is there and I, just to give fair warning that there's going to be a lot of topics that are going to be brought up that may have sounded you know woo-woo in the past, but um, we've really got to think of a new word for that. I can't actually stand that word, woo-woo, when people say that. I'm like, that's just, yeah, anyways, i got to have a different word for that. But, you know, that makes things, that make certain people feel uncomfortable because they haven't really got to know much about it. And that's great. I want this podcast to bring up things to people that they didn't really know or, um, we're familiar with this is a great opportunity to go from uncomfortable to at least comfortable I'm not saying you have to accept any of it or take any of it but at least learning about what these words are and their meanings and how they you know play a part in our life whether you wanted to believe it or not um, 
when when I say something with certainty, it's because there are facts out there that you are able to look up, that you are able to see for yourself that this is not just me claiming things. This is, you know, I'll I'll let you know what my belief is and what what is real and energy is definitely real. <laughs> and so energy absolutely can be affected and it plays a part in I was going to say a lot of what we do, but I would say everything that we do. But my understanding of it is still somewhat limited. I'm I'm just kind of open the book to realizing that it's there, that it's everywhere, that that it can be it can be manipulated in a way, not necessarily in a bad way, but it can be blocked and it can be deterred and it can be settled and risen and, you know, um, and yeah. So I just think energy is fascinating. Um, I can't, I encourage anybody to look up on them energy and all that it can do. And that's a really, really big, broad topic. But I feel like when you go search for something and you have a specific intention, those two motions of you having an intention and an end game of of what you're trying to get, what the result is, not just saying, I'm going to look into energy, but saying, I'm going to actually find out more about energy and more focusing on the end part of it, the result, um, mix that with taking action and making a move when you do those two things that's when i find that you see the most results if you do one or the other but doing both um, it can bring things to you it can draw things to you and so that's what i do when i have a new topic that i want to learn and it's very broad i get a little bit more specific about what i want to learn about it and i put it out there as if i've already learned it and then I take a step, a motion. So whether it's looking up something on Google or asking a friend about it or whatever, looking at the YouTube video about it, it usually draws in and brings in more efficiently exactly what I'm looking for. So um, I think obviously that's part of the law of attraction and it's part of you actually doing it right then and not letting it fade off into the list of things that you'll do one day. So. Taking action on something versus putting it on a to-do list versus, uh, oh, I'll remember that later or, oh, I'll look that up another time. And then there it goes. Bye-bye. <laughs> Anywho, um, so right now I'm in a position of going somewhere <laughs> for about four weeks and then I'm coming back to Central California for Thanksgiving so I can see my wonderful family and my son so oh my gosh I'm so excited about that but between now and then I'm looking for a place that I can go to specifically work on (laughs) the projects that 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 change my life and I want to focus solely on launching these businesses and getting business plans and um, bringing them to investors and being able to learn how to properly market myself and my ideas. That's what I do. I come up 
with ideas. I am a problem solver. I am a solution machine. That is what my brain and heart seem to do. And it's all surrounded around helping people. So I am a helping people problem solver, <laughs> business starter, um, an artist and storyteller and entertainer and healer. Okay. Um, I want, I, I've discovered what I have inside of me and now the next step is getting to know how to use these tools and how to sharpen these tools and how to better define what the heck I am and what I'm doing and how I want to go about doing it. So I've been peeling back layer after layer after layer after layer after layer and now I'm getting to the point where I'm saying, okay, I've got a real good idea and now I want to do something. I have my ingredients. I have, I, you know, I want to make a recipe and then I want to go make it, you know? And so, yeah, so I think that wherever I'm going for four weeks, it seems like a universe or like I said, my future self or higher self has set up something for me because with the determination that I have had this whole entire time, I've never held on to something like this with this much passion for this long ever in my life. It has always faded out before. It has always been killed. It's always been smashed. It's always been dissolved. It's always been neutralized. It's been gone, just gone with the wind. This time, this is different. I feel like this is the first time I actually have a real solid plan of, of at least what I want to start on. I can't say exactly what I'm going to accomplish because so much happens in my life. Literally every single day, it changes directions all the time by the people that I meet and the ideas that I have and the things that I, that I, that I mark off my list. And, you know, it's always, always changing. So I don't know exactly what's going to come out the end of it, but I know that going into it, I'm, I'm here to, to learn more about myself how to go deeper within, how to get clear answers, better communicate. I mean, the communication's extremely more advanced than it was before, but I know that there's more. And that's the thing is like, yes, I've come really, really far from where I started, but I like, I feel like I peeked behind the veil the first time. I was like, wow, what's this world? This is cool. And I went down the rabbit hole of, of, you know, self-discovery and conscious collective and you know, raising vibration and being aware and all this good stuff, dimensions and everything. And then I peeked a little more and I like peeked behind another curtain and was like, well, wait a minute, <laughs> hold on. There's definitely more. And I knew that I wasn't ready for it at the time. I was still working on things, still processing through things, still understanding things, still gathering concepts and wrapping my mind around them. And I don't know if this is necessarily the point where, where I'm ready to, you know, have the next stage uh, or the next level um, of understanding come in, but I do know that I'm moving on from something. I do, I do feel that something is closing and something else is opening and this is a transition state. And those transition states are 
super unpredictable. I mean, like more unpredictable than normal. And I don't really remember the last time I had so much of a transition besides the summer. This summer and fall has been like, whoa. And to, to stay in the mindset that I've stayed in, I'm super proud of myself. I give myself a pat on the back. It's incredible <laughs> what I've gone through and what that would have done to me before and how I came out of it this time is complete night and day. And, and, and people are saying, Tori, you're like a different person. And I, I am in a way because, yes, my perspectives have changed so much. My, my mindset, my headspace, my my angles, my goals, my values, my priorities. I mean, there's a lot that, that stays the same in me in a core, but there's also a lot that has, has evolved and has developed and has become more aware, I guess you could say, and have a better understanding of, of how at least I believe my inner workings are and, and how I believe at least my world and life work. I, I can't promise that this is the same for everybody it, it seems like it's a similar concept going across the board but there's nothing for me to prove that with so I'm not going to try but um anyways so I'm very excited about the future and I know that the unknown of it is scares honestly it scares other people because because I feel like this is something that that would scare them so therefore they're scared for me but I feel like projecting that onto me isn't helping uh, anybody <laughs> I don't feel like it's helping them it's making them feel fear that's not good and it's putting all of this honestly negativity upon not upon because I'm not allowing it to settle but towards me and I don't think that they're intentionally trying to do that and they say oh I'm saying it with concern and and I, and I do want them to share their feelings. And so I invite it and I say, yes, share your feelings. But I also just can't help but feel this specific mindset and an angle at it isn't, isn't like, it doesn't feel efficient. I'm all about efficiency and it just feels like it's holding them back. And it's not necessarily holding me back, but it's also not making it any smoother. But I'm not asking for them to make my life smoother. Um, I just don't think that they realize that, they're, that, that, that their actions might be slowing me down. And that's the part of co-creating that I kind of touched on earlier, is that we affect each other. <laughs> we absolutely affect each other. Our energy, our thoughts our intentions, our expectations, our judgments, our looks, our body language, our love, our laughter, our hugs, our touch, everything. We affect each other. And when someone has a concern for someone else because they're doing something that they don't understand, that, that um, those create thoughts about that person towards that person. And I don't, I can't prove this, and I don't know if it's true, but this is just what's going on in my mind in this moment. I'm not stating a fact at all. This is just my current belief. It seems like I can't help but to feel that having those negative 
unhelpful thoughts towards somebody doesn't doesn't affect them somehow that it doesn't I wouldn't say block completely but lessens a smooth ride I don't know (laughs) I just feel like if you have someone in the situation right let's just say me okay and let's just say you have family members that are rooting for you and are like yay Tori and I'm super supporting you and this is awesome like good luck on your journey like we back you up like this is so cool I'm so proud of you this is courageous this is brave this is awesome you're doing something that people always say that they want to do and they don't do it and you're making it happen and you know like you're taking initiative in your life and all these really positive things I've gotten a ton of it so thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you and then you also have energy that's what are you doing why are you doing that this seems like a weird thing to do this I don't know about this like you're going alone and what if this happens and what if and what if and what if and a lot of just questioning doubting and and those are all things that um, I've worked on kind of phasing out of my life and so to so I'm so sensitive to it and that's why I phase it out so quickly is because I can like feel negative emotions in a physical manner and so that's why I don't hold on to my um, negativity long for all I process through it as efficiently as I can I want it to be done effectively but also efficiently and so I move these negative feelings um, out of here or don't let them really come in at all anymore and so it's very obvious and very clear when I have that coming at me and I'm just it's Right now, luckily, it's at a level that is um, totally sustainable. But, you know, when some of this stuff was first happening, not with necessarily Hawaii, but something that happened over the summer with my family, it was, like, really intense. It was really intense negative energy coming at me. And I was really confused on why, because I hadn't actually done anything wrong. So... I don't know, I think I could have comprehended it a little bit more if I had actually done something bad or, or, or negative, but I didn't. I was just living my life, and it just, the way that, that it was seen by other people, they didn't have all the information. They jumped to conclusions, filled in with their own assumptions, created um, something that wasn't true, and then took out real feelings and put real negative energy towards me for an illusion for you know something that didn't actually happen and even after all that got resolved um then something else came up and then certain family members who didn't really get over the first thing completely then was faced with like hey now I'm changing even more and now I'm going on this adventure and I can't really tell you much about it (laughs) And I know that's difficult, and I know that's that's not easy for for these particular family members. And so there is a part of me that that yeah, absolutely feels sympathy, saying, feeling, you know, uh, it's a bummer. I am I'm sorry that you that you are having these negative feelings, and I wish that I would be able to um, help you. But it's really up to them. What what perspective do they want to take? What mindset do they want to be in? And then what makes it even harder for me is that um, 
these particular family members don't necessarily want a new perspective or have very much difficulty getting to that new mindset, whether they want it or not. And so, you know, it's just, I feel like I've talked to lots of friends about the 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 pluses and bonuses as well as the I don't know not as fun parts <laughs> about being outside the box about quote unquote waking up about being more aware of it's it's almost like coming into a new world you get new language there's new culture there's new friends there's new events there's new conversations there's new terms there's new music there's new dance there's new ways of thinking about every single thing in your whole entire life and questioning and challenging everything you've learned so far in your whole entire life so it's a flip man it's the biggest flip that I've ever had in my life and so a lot of people feel like they go through this alone because not everyone is there yet actually most people aren't there yet and so since it's also not talked about very often, if you haven't found your community of people who are open about it, it can feel really lonely and and confusing, honestly. Um, and everybody's in a different place and not everyone feels the same about it. And so you kind of, again, feedback, you put it out there and some people are like, hey, yeah, I've been wondering about that too. And you're like, oh, cool, we can talk about this a little bit more. And then you kind of put it out to someone else, and they're like, what the hell are you talking about? You're like, whoop, okay, not going to talk, nope, not going to talk to that one. They're not ready. <laughs> We're not ready to talk yet um, about this, at least. And I've made accidentally people feel uncomfortable. I apologize. Like, I had to find out. I didn't know, you know, where people are at until you ask. And so... Whether you're asking or whether you're just kind of hearing and hinting, but I feel like proactive is just more efficient. You know, you can wait for conversations to come up, but I'm just in the particular mode of, like, I'd rather just find out. And so, um, anywho, coming back, um, I just wanted to to say that uh, that I am extremely passionate about this move and I am for this is actually the first time I'm saying this (laughs) I actually am excited about the unknown because each time that this plan has changed (laughs) of where I'm going between now and Hawaii it's changed quite a few times but each time it's changed it's been for the better it's been for it's it the, the the terms are getting better and better and it's giving me a lot of um, encouragement and motivation to keep this up to keep this going and the fact that this ties into getting my life into the place that I have been trying to get it to for a while which also ties into that creating and building of solid foundation for Grayson and I and then that tying into having this ready for him or at least well into it when he returns in the summertime like that 
is a fire that I don't think can ever go out. And I'm so grateful for that. I mean, I miss him so much dearly, right? He's in another state. We would see each other every single day. Of course I miss him. But what is helping me get through this, what's helping me not be sad and fall apart and and just fall into a lull of missing him, because I could miss him every day, all day if I wanted to, but that's not going to get me any closer to to having the life set up that I want. Um, he, he is over there on terms that we all agreed on, that, that this is best for everybody. We want all of us, all parties involved, uh, that has to do with custody. This is not, obviously, some family members would have picked a different choice, but um, the, the parties involved with parents and Grayson, my son, say, you know, we think that it's beneficial for him to be there right now, and he is, and he's learning how to play hockey, and he's playing soccer and swimming lessons and, you know, kids next door and playing games, and he has two people in the household that can both give him time and attention. He has two dogs with him. He's just, he's, he's doing really well. And then he gets to spend, you know, time with his father and his girlfriend, who's, I believe, is a great influence. And, and they're getting that time together, which they didn't really get um, for part of Grayson's life. And so I think that's really great. And then that's already a win-win. Let's go for a win-win-win. The third win is that I get this amazing opportunity to go do whatever it is that I'm supposed to be doing. And that's the funny thing is I don't have the specific answers. I just I just know that I'm meant to help people. I'm meant to teach. I'm meant to share. I'm meant to spark. I am meant to to create, to express, to to guide, <laughs> to heal. Um, and I want to do it through YouTube channels and I want to do it through Patreon and through podcasts and through blogs and through different platforms, uh, through, through just talking to people one-on-one and holding workshops and retreats and ceremonies and events and, and community things. And so I want to get out there any way and every way that I can that feels right. And I'm not limiting any of my possibilities. And that's why I don't have it narrowed down to one or two things because I don't want it to be narrowed down. I don't want it to be limited. I want to be wherever I can help, wherever there's an opportunity that I can make something better, that I can enhance something, improve something, solve something. You know, I don't want to just get tied down to one thing or one place if I know that I can be helping on multiple levels, you know, in, in, obviously still keeping a balance of course of making sure that that I'm healthy and that I'm rested and that I'm tip-top shape and that I'm centered and grounded and balanced and that's you know all part of it that's part of what I'm going to wherever I'm going is is learning more about naturally keeping that balance and 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 being even more uh, mindful and aware than I am now and understanding more about that in addition to um in addition to figuring out exactly how I'm going to be going about all of this 
and whether it's something that I need to figure out or whether it's something that the answers, you know, are coming to me, whatever it is, I want to create a formula that I can follow that, that says, all right, Tori, these are the things that you need to do. This is what needs to happen. These are the steps. Like, these are the people to talk to. This is what you need to do. And I am so willing to do all of that. I'm, I'm ready to put in any type of work, whatever it may be, in whatever form it may be. But I want to do this. I, I, I have more passion under me than I ever have before. I have more drive. I have more focus. I have more determination. I have more grit. I have more knowledge. I have more integrity. I have more everything. I'm more resourceful. I'm more reliant. Like I, I've been working on myself for so long <laughs> that it's, it's just time for something. I, I don't know what it is, but it's time for something. And so I sit in my studio with my belongings around me because I'm packing everything up and I'm tying up all my all my um, whatever you want to say loose ends they're not really loose ends but you know I guess everything's just kind of getting tidied up and saying my goodbyes and getting my accounts taken care of and so it's real it's happening it's moving it's going <laughs> I just get to kind of find out what it is as I go and all I really need to focus on is just the next step I don't need to worry about what's five steps ahead because that just causes a lot of anxiety when I try to think too far ahead if what I really need to do is the next step and so because I always have the next step in front of me that has kept me okay that has kept me um, fine with not knowing the future with not knowing exactly where I'm going yet or the exact date that I'm leaving or where exactly am I stopping on the way it's a 20 hour drive and I know that I can usually maybe drive like five to seven hours a day so this is like a multiple day trip oh this is assuming that I'm going up to Washington that's the most recent um, direction and up near Seattle that's a that's a long drive and so um, I'm just basically saying, okay, well, what's my next step? All right, I still need to pack this, still got to have this meeting, still need to write this email, still got to do that. Great. I have plenty of things on my to-do list that I can be checking off while my future is unfolding. And when I need to, or is supposed to know what I'm doing next, it will be there. It always has, it always will. I'm never just going to be left in the dark. I'm not going to be left hanging. If I think that I am, it's usually because I'm trying to figure out steps ahead. Because if I ever, you know, need to feel grounded and feel like uh, sane again, I can just say, okay, what's my next step? And then when I get there and I'm done with that step, I'll know what the next step is after that. So, anyways, hopefully there was something in there that... Uh, that you are able to take with you and may make your day or situation or life a little bit easier or better. That is what I hope for each each episode and you know really each time that I meet someone or talk to someone, even if it's just a smile, even if it's just a comment, even if it's just a compliment. Um 
an acknowledgement, a validation, just doing and being something positive in somebody's life. And if I can't do it in someone else's, then I can definitely do it in my own. So, Well, thank you again for joining me. I know this was a longer episode. This was almost an hour. So thank you if you made it to the end. You're a trooper. Woo! <laughs> um, all right, we'll see what happens next. Bye. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me again. I very much appreciate it. So today I was thinking about um, how I thrive off of being efficient and effective. And I call it E squared because there's two E's and I have E and two. And I just think it's just a quick way for my brain to, to grasp that. So E squared is efficient and effective and that's how I like everything to be. And if something is not, I zero in on it and immediately start to figure out, okay, how can I make this efficient? And so this is great for problem solving. And, um, you know, especially when you, when my paying close attention to detail, I can go into say like a restaurant or a concert venue or any, anywhere like that. And, um, as soon as I walk in, I have part of my mind that's, you know, socializing and conversing. And then the other parts, scanning and taking notice of everything and all my surroundings and so there's a aesthetically pleasing part of me that picks up on anything that's not and there's an efficient part of me that picks up on anything that's not and there's a design part of me that picks up anything that's like mm -hmm. uh, there's a safety part of me there's a highly sensitive part of me so i have all these different parts that would like their needs to be met more or less and will notice anything that is off. Now, of course, the adaptability in me uh, won't uh, be bothered or thrown off by this, but it is noticed and taken note and it's observed. Um, so this is why uh, eventually <laughs> one of the businesses I would like to start would be able to offer that service in going to different places, public or not, and if they're trying to have a specific mood or vibration or energy or feeling or uh, look or feel, I'd be able to help them narrow that down um, by suggesting either adding or moving or shifting or lighting or smells or temperatures or uh, walkways or arm space or you know anything like that. Um, and then also being able to pick up on energy as well. There's certain parts and pockets of different places that have a different energy and um, there are many of us out there that are highly sensitive to that and I think that's a really neat field that that uh, maybe we can kind of tap into if there's people out there that are wanting to know this type of information and there's people out there that are able to give it hey this seems like it's a pretty good pretty good spot to meet up um, so back to being efficient and effective I have these things called presets and kind of like you would in your car and the radio, if anybody still does that anymore, I don't know, I've been just listening to like Google Play all the time. <laughs> There's just so much good new music out there, but um, one, two, three, four. And the idea of this preset, and there's many words for it, I'm just picking this one right now, is that you can say one word or one phrase and it's going to bring a whole entire list um, or just one or you know two or three, it's up to you, of things that come along with this. So I'll give you an example. 
I have um, a preset called Ready, Begin. And what that means for me is when I was younger, I did Irish dancing. And right before you begin, you have to, as soon as they say ready, begin, you have to already be in position and ready to go. So you needed to be standing up straight. You had to have your shoulders back, your chin at a perfectly straight level, your thumbs tucked in, your arms straight at your side. You'd have to have your left foot slightly slanted to the left and then your right foot would be out but then it would come in right before you start you'll go on your tippy toes you smile and you get ready to do your stuff you you get ready to show whatever it is that you've been training and you've been practicing and you've been working on and this is your moment to do it to show it to actually put it into action and so that was ingrained in me for at least 10 years ready begin and go it's in me it's in that jump it's in a okay and immediately I would stand up straighter my shoulders back my chin at a straight level and uh, a smile and then I have this this confidence that I'm like okay I'm gonna go do my stuff now because I've been practicing and I know what I'm supposed to do now so I'm I'm here I'm present I'm aware I'm very much excited to do something <laughs> and so when I say that, any point throughout my day, it kind of restarts me, it brings me back. You know, it's so easy to get distracted and phone calls and songs on the radio and running errands and traffic and it's very easy to have your attention pulled away. And so if I ever notice, as soon as I notice that I'm not in my flow zone, that I'm not in my vortex, whatever you wanna call it, I'm not in that sweet spot, that I say to myself, ready, begin. And I could bring it back in and I start breathing from my heart or from my chest, you know, rather than my stomach. And I'm, uh, you know, just fully aware of the moment that I'm in. In addition to that, the next preset just kind of rolls right into it is uh, P squared and P2. There's just two P's. I didn't want to call it PP. <laughs> and so I don't want to say P2. Oh, P2. But P squared for me is... Uh, present and preset and just for me it has my own meanings and so if I just say P2 that brings me back to the present moment that reminds me of the the state of mind that I would like to be in and so when I say that it helps me remember it brings along with it like a train of of things that I loaded that train up with so when I made these presets I made a very specific list of things that I wanted to, to be included in that, to be a part of that. So when I call on it, it brings all of these things. So I'm breathing better, I'm smiling, I'm present, I'm standing up straight, I'm having my shoulders back. I, you know, it's, it's, it's a great way to, to just kind of get centered again. So, and then I have one more precept that I wanted to share with you. And this is a little bit different. This is more of a broad one that I just want to remember every once in a while to make sure that, because this is something that I would eventually like to put into my every, my every day, like make it a part of me. So it's, it's not one that I can so much like switch out and be like, oh no, I have to do this instead of this. Or I started to, to kind of 
fade over here. I got to pull myself back. It's not so much like that. It's more like um, I put this on the front door. So when I'm leaving, I'll say, okay, I know what this means. It's like, it's almost like a little affirmation. But as soon as I say it, I just know everything that's involved in it. And it all kind of floods to me so that when I, when I leave, I have that state of mind ready to go with me. And this one's called Prague, P-R-A-G. And the P-R means positive reaction. So no matter what's going on in the world or what's going on around me, I, I want to be able to keep myself at a distance, a separate distance, to an extent, I still want to be able to feel and be involved, but I also want my mind to be able to, to uh, take a look at it and observe the situation rather than be enthralled in it. So I do want my heart to be involved um, as, as, as it should, and then um, you know be able to have a reaction from a separate place. And so I always strive to have a positive reaction. That's going to give me a much better start of the next step after that but if i'm thrown off or shocked or appalled or in a judgmental mode or anything that's not really positive it doesn't really give it a fair chance and i don't really know if i was ever going to get to see it for what it was because i immediately started off with a negative reaction so at least starting off with a positive reaction if things need to adjust it's easier to adjust from there and it's not usually so harsh or dramatic but starting off in a negative place, it's harder to get positive. So that's the PR, positive reaction. And the A is for acknowledgement. And that's just acknowledging the other person or people. Um, oftentimes we will take in information and sometimes we forget to give it back out. And the other person's kind of like, okay, did you hear that? Did you get that? What do you think of that? You know, we crave feedback. We need feedback because we're putting things out there and we're unsure how it's going to go so we're looking to the other person or people for body language reactions words comments anything that's going to help our mind say okay yes this was good let's do this again no this was not a good idea or maybe this is how this person reacted but this is how this person reacted so we need those cues to read and so having acknowledgement and having a validation saying, yes, I got it, okay, thank you, heard you. Anything that's kind of like, the comments are even better, you know, the more, for me at least, in that particular moment, if I'm looking for that. Obviously, situations are different, that's not always gonna be appropriate, but I personally just like to have more information on how something went. Uh, but of course, you can read that energy sometimes of that moment and decide if that's, if that's a good idea. Uh, and then the G is for gratitude. And simple as that, thanking that person or people because um, they put themselves out there. They, they put an idea. They shared. They, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a giving. It's a giving of information, an idea, a thought, a part of them, a memory, an emotion. They're giving part of uh, their energy and time and attention to you. And so I'm thankful that that you know is coming to me and I get to be a part of that and oftentimes it's a very positive thing so I find myself quite often saying you know thank you for sharing or thank you for that information I learned something new today or thank you for those directions or you know um, 
thank you for that was a really nice thing that you said it made me smile you know there's so many reasons to be thankful for somebody else and simple little acts it doesn't need to be these large acts to be to, to have a thank you and so and if you're not in the moment where uh, you can't say it, even like one of those big smiles, like with the eyes, you know, or a nod, that still lets the person know that's positive body language that can really affect someone. So sometimes you're not always in the position to actually get to use words like across the street or walking by someone quickly or anything like that or in a car, but you can still use your face and your smile. And sometimes I bring my shoulders up a little bit and scrunch my nose because I'm just so happy and that expression shows how happy I am and then that's infectious and then the other person's like oh wow they're so happy like now all of a sudden I find myself happy simply because I can see that they're happy it has nothing to do with their day I didn't change their you know what happened but just that brief moment oh their heart got to be happy they got to smile they got to feel they got to have a positive energy interaction with somebody and that's I think that's wonderful so a positive reaction acknowledgement and gratitude is something that I would just like to incorporate in my day in, in different ways in different situations. So I hope that some of these preset ideas are helpful. Um, and if there's anything that you can take from that, please, it's all yours. And I wanted to say thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you soon. Bye. Welcome back. Thank you for joining me again. I had quite a hiatus there. Going to New Mexico, uh, thinking that I was going to Hawaii uh, after a crazy summer of change and transitions, and then a wonderful autumn that brought me uh, so much growth and expansion and now going into a winter of um, realizing and remembering and recognizing what tools and skills I have added and have sharpened and um, have gained uh, to my tool belt that helps me get through life. <laughs> um, so there's so many topics that I could bring up really any given time um, but what I would like to jump in with is um, roles that we play and catching up catching up with one another so these uh, have something in common in the way that they have to do with social um, relationships and you know things with family and friends co-workers the roles that we play in each other's lives <clears throat> and and what we do with that and what we what expectations we gain consciously and subconsciously from that and how we allow that to affect what we think or feel about that person so the roles that we play this I just I more want to bring up the topic just to kind of get this idea just tossed around. It's not really, um, you know, advice giving or um, answering questions per se. It's more like a topic that I just think is interesting and, you know, just to have it bobble around and, and see what people think um, about it. But um, the roles that we play, so just bringing to light 
um, we play basically a different role for different people in our lives. Um, obviously, we play a different role in our work life than we do at home, but then even think about in home, you're breaking it down between how you would treat, say, a partner, a child, the two different children are being seen and treated differently, even pets and different pets. And, you know, you can break it down into so many different things, not only how you see this person and how you treat them, but that also depends on how you're feeling that day as well. And so there's all these constant factors just continuously, you know, changing and people change as well. But I've noticed that sometimes we tend to keep people say in a box more or less um, and certain attributes or characteristics tend to stick out or hang on longer um, or more attached and even when they change we can still keep them in this box if we haven't went gone over and said hmm let me open this up what's new with you and then you you, you hear it and sometimes those new pieces of information can get put into that person's file and they can, you know, um, ha honestly be updated in your, in your impression and your um, reaction and your feelings about them, they're updated as well. But sometimes people update us and if we're not in that particular mindset of filing that away, it can kind of get put into a different area or dropped out completely and that person um, never really got updated in your mind. And so I just think it's an interesting concept that when we think about someone or someone says, hey, what do you feel about this person? What do you think about this person? Or, or someone brings them up, oh, my mom, yeah, my good old mom, she da-da-da-da-da. And we tend to summarize and wrap up that answer in just one or two sentences but it, it it's a it's a little I'm not sure what the word is for it but I guess depending on the angle you're coming at but thinking about that we change so much and we're changing so often and then what kind of mood and mindset are you in when the question is asked and so I just have to wonder and then how much can you really fit into a sentence or two and is that fair and when it's a, such a broad question, you know, are you talking about something specifically? <laughs> or, you know, sometimes when we think about somebody, maybe we'll think about like the last thing that we thought about them or the thing that sticks out the most, but that's not always necessarily the best representation, you know, of who they are. So, um, just, just an idea to throw around that that when we do think about someone or ask about someone or give an answer or reference or are updating, that maybe those are things that we keep in mind. Um, and and um, it, it really can even go deeper into, you know, why we ask these questions, why these particular topics get brought up. I think there's definitely, um, there is a... a, a there's different levels of sincerity, I feel like. There's a very broad, simple, let's just bring up a conversation. Oh, how's your mom? You know, how's she doing? And then that person doesn't always necessarily 
um, are ready for a full answer so it gets shortened and compacted and loses a lot of detail and so maybe we can figure out um, new questions to ask in replace of that or ask that if you really only truly mean it and are ready to hear because I think that if someone really wants to know and other person's really willing to give a detailed answer great sure this conversation move forward someone wants to just be updated they just want to know what's going on but to that extent I think that there's also something to be said for um, you know kind of staying in our own game and staying in our own our own life and our own world to an extent I understand that we obviously need to communicate and we want to share things but um, sometimes we can tend to take in more of other people's games and worlds and energy and, and infuse it in ours and then things can get complicated or blurry or you know sometimes we ask for opinions when it really just makes it more complicated and harder to really get to the answer and if if these people are living such different lives and have different intentions and are coming from a different place and um and, and what you're trying to figure out more has to do with you and you personally you know uh, it, I just I think that we could possibly start really dissecting our, our, our common questions that we ask and, and, and just I don't know just for fun ask ourselves like is this does this make sense like are we getting the most out of this conversation like is this where we want to, we only have, say, three minutes together? Do we really just want to beat around the, the bush and just have all these random, small, you know, questions that you don't really get to answer? Or wouldn't it be fun to kind of move into more of a social acceptance of, you know, bringing up conversations that could, you know, ignite someone's, um, I don't know, inspiration or, or a food for thought or a fun fact or something really interesting or, you know, or I'm working on a new song. Like if we had all this judgment wiped away, right, um, and we didn't have to worry about being embarrassed anymore uh, and you don't have to really worry about what other people are doing in their game or life, and vice versa you really feel like you're more free to be you and then you can just kind of get right down to um, the real stuff and I feel like the closer you get to people the more real conversations get and I think that we can get closer to people and get conversations um, more uh, what do you call it I'm trying to think of a good word for it um, not personal but um, I won't use the word real, genuine, yeah, and, and um, to get to, with value, you know, these conversations, I think that we can get there faster if we just skip the small talk altogether, you know, we're all intelligent people and we all have something to offer and if we're only getting limited time together, like, let's share and offer as much as we can while we have it and you'll learn more about that person, you'll be more easily inspired, um, 
it feels good to encourage, to be encouraged. You know, there's so much support and love that we can give each other, but they tend to stop at these, these walls of, you know, well, lots of different reasons socially, but whether it's how much time we have together or if we're on the phone or texting versus in person or, you know, the questions that we ask each other and, um, you know, things along that line. So, and then, uh, so these roles that we play mixed with how we communicate with each other. And so I, whoa, there it is. sorry about that. The microphone went flying. Um, so I guess questions that we can ask ourselves are how, how can we update our updating system? You know, how can we ask new and different questions and to be more efficient, effective, um, thorough with our, with our voice and with our questions and answers and, you know, not try to be so vague and general, but be more specific and maybe, you know, like the next time that you see someone, it's like your second or third time seeing them and, you know, you find them to be an interesting person, but when you just get stuck with like, I don't know, again, small talk, you don't get to like really advance with that person. And, um, yeah, so I think that it would be fun I'm going to start doing this for myself. I'm going to give myself this little fun challenge and try to find new ways to start um, deeper and more, uh, I guess, genuine, productive, <laughs> valuable uh, conversations and time that I have with people and just just jump right into it. So... Thank you for joining me for this little segment. And, and um, yeah, I'm just trying to think if there's anything else that I want to put on this episode. I'll probably just wait till the next episode. All right, that'll do it. Ciao. Well, hello there. You have found me while I'm just coming inside. I didn't push record, but it started recording while I was getting my water. And I thought, well, here we go. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you feel prepared and you have a heads up and it feels great. And other times things just start before you realize that they're starting. But overall, I think that being prepared for anything at any time is definitely one of the more important things that I've been working on in my life. And the neat thing about concepts like that is that you can apply them to small situations like this uh, situation, say, while you're driving at a grocery store, and it could be bigger situations, say, relationships or job related or, you know, opportunities that you manifested or consciously or subconsciously pulling towards you. And, um, and there they are. Wow. Are you ready? And before my technique was to try to figure out how I would prepare for a particular situation that would come up. 
And I would pride myself on all the different types of situations that I could think of and how I would deal with them. So in that particular time, I was proud of myself and was getting really good at what I was doing. Now, only later did I realize that I didn't need to be doing that, that I could just be working on specifically myself, sharpening my own tools, adding tools to my collection, and then that way, no matter what comes at me, I'm prepared for it no matter what. So I was being able to use my time and attention much more efficiently towards myself rather than towards situations that could possibly come up. Now, the funny thing is, is that anything can come up. And what I was doing was just going off of probability of what's happened in my past. Now, by doing that, thinking about my past so much and possible um, scenarios, which not, you know, they're not always good, I'm placing my time and attention and focus on what the past and not great scenarios. So you can imagine how many of us get stuck in these loops or ruts or lulls because if we are constantly thinking about um, what we would do in a situation, trying to prepare ourselves, um, we're really just spending time in the past and on unwanted situations. Now, of course, that's just one scenario and there are many. what we would, you know, aim to go for, you would think would be, oh, what would we do in positive situations, positive scenarios? And that can help as well because you are putting your attention on positive reaction and and how it would feel if this were to go your way. So I do that as well. And I do agree that that is a good thing. At the same time, I balance that with I don't know what's going to happen. (laughs) There's no way for me to know. I can uh, manifest, create affirmations, um, you know, intentional goal setting, you know, there's things like that. But then at the end of it, I just release it to the universe or the creator or God or your higher self, whatever term you'd like to use. But saying, this isn't in my hands anymore. This is what I would like. This is what I would feel um, would be great. And then here you go. Now, um, I'll be honest. I have two theories in my mind that, that, that seem like they make sense right now. That, um, but I'm having a little bit of trouble connecting them. So I am definitely going to either research that and see if I can find it myself, or it's already been put out into the universe and it could simply come to me. That's part of the fun of it. You don't know sometimes until, well, until you know. Um, but the idea that We are like time, space, and space, time, we have it backwards. And that more or less these situations, this life has already occurred and we're more like watching this movie backwards. And you you don't know your future uh, as your past. And, you know, someone else explained it, you know, much more thoroughly than I did. That was, this was actually, I didn't know I was going into this topic. So I really wasn't quite prepared to uh, speak 
smoothly and efficiently on this particular matter, but it just kind of flowed into it. And I thought, hey, you know, if anybody's listening that knows something about this, they could comment or share or reach out so we can have a discussion. And also, you know, to to put it out there, if anybody else has thoughts about this or questions about this, and they would like to research this as well. But um, yeah, so so the idea that, that this is in reverse, basically, which means that everything is already set up to the T. Everything is more or less already happened, that your future is kind of already set and that the things that are going to happen are going to happen. Um, and that that it's already been created and planned out and it's detailed and it's perfect and everything is falling in line with that. Um, and I, and I could feel that I could, I could kind of get that. And there's something inside of me that wants to, to learn more about it or believe in it or follow it or something. But there's something about that theory that inside says, yes, like let's hold on to that for a little bit. And then there's another part that you hear more often and that's creating, you know, and pulling things towards you, manifesting law of attraction, you know, um, envisioning this, elevated emotions, you get to create your future. Um, I feel like there is also something there because I definitely see manifestations for sure, things that I'm calling consciously and subconsciously. So I think that there's something there as well. I believe that there's a connection or an overlap or something between those two. Now, the way that it sits in my brain right now is that those are opposite, but I don't think that they're opposite. I think that there's something that connects them in between that once I understand that information, it's going to be an aha moment, and I really think my life would be a lot even clearer. I mean, things are very cleared up now, and I'm not confused on much or worried or anything like that. I hold almost no negative emotion at all. I'm at my highest peak of pureness of happiness, blissfulness, enjoyment that I've ever been in my life. Um, but there are, of course, things that I'm going to wonder and want to know about. And, and I would hope so. I don't want to be completely, I don't know. I think that there's something kind of fun about um, moving forward and, and drawing your curiosity and sparking new passion. I like things to be you know, new and rejuvenated and, and fresh. And so... Um, if I can have that feeling, uh, well, not feeling like I'm going after something wonderful, but in this particular moment in my life, that's the only thing that I can relate it to is something else sparks my interest. Well, welcome back. As random and mysteriously as the recording turned on, it also turned itself off. But I am back. Here I am. I would just like to take um, a moment to talk about observing and um, being able to maintain a separate and I don't necessarily like the word detached in the way that it, um, I shouldn't say I don't like the word attached. I'm hesitant to use the word detached because it does have a negative association with it. But when it comes to situations or energies where it is appropriate to be disconnected or detached or separate is really what I'm aiming at here. In the way that 
that's pretty much my goal in, in setting up my life right now is being able to consciously or subconsciously be able to engage and embrace energy and situations and events when I desire and be able to easily uh, separate from these energies or events when I desire. <clears throat> and of course, it's possible, and I've been working on it. It's what I'm doing is fine-tuning um, the the parts where one, I actually need to realize and be aware of the situation and say, ah, this is something I want to be engaged in or not engaged in. Then the ability to do that, to fully allow myself to feel it and absorb it, or fully, you know, detach or separate. And when I do go into the detach and separate mode, I replace it with observation. So for the most part, I am just observing, observing, observing. And my internal GPS, my intuition, my gut feeling, my higher self, whatever we'd like to say, will say, okay, it's time to reflect. It's time to pause for a moment, kind of take in um, all of that and say, okay, lessons learned, um, uh, what do we want to change for next time? And it went from writing it all out, asking the questions, answering the questions, contemplating it, to becoming a little less involved with it. Everything's kind of picking up to a much more efficient speed, which I know is a process, at least in my mind, in my world. I had to start kind of like thinking of math, right? Having to start with like learning your numbers. Okay, learning one plus one is two, right? And then you get to like bigger and dividing and multiplication and, you know, everything can become more efficient. You have more tools. You know how to use these numbers in more ways. It's not, you know, so I feel like before I was definitely just kind of learning the elementary idea of, of, being aware of my thoughts, what I can do with these thoughts, being aware of my skills, what to do with these skills, how to sharpen these skills, how to add more on. And so now I feel like I've gotten to a place where I have a good amount. I will always be adding more tools and skills. Absolutely. I will always be sharpening them, I hope. Um, but it has gotten to a place where I say, okay, I have enough to, and I'm confident enough in my skills that I can move forward into the next chapter, into the next level and bring myself a new set of challenges, a new set of lessons to learn. Uh, and, and to me, it's exciting because it seems to be going at a pace that I have this option, this, this challenge in front of me and I've gotten in the mindset that I love to accept these challenges because I'm able to overcome or get through a, 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 enough to make myself feel like, wow, that's great. Super, super good. I want to keep this momentum going. I like where this is going. Bring me more. Bring me more. I like it. These kind, right? 
<clears throat> every once in a while I will get to a challenge where I say, you know what, I'm not feeling that. And that's totally cool because all that does is just tell me where I'm at. It doesn't say right or wrong, pass or fail, you know, um, <clears throat> succeed or not succeed. It was more just like a check-in and be like, okay, good to know. Like, I'm not ready to walk on this really tall wall that's, you know, 40 feet up in the air, even though I know that I can balance well, and even though I know that, you know, I have enough space for my feet, I'm just, I know that I'll get there, you know, and that's the thing. It's not like, no, I'm never going to do this. I could see that I have enough. I don't know what's going on with the recording anymore. It just beeped at me and it started recording, except for I thought I was recording this whole entire time. So <laughs> I think I'm going to uh, wrap this up, come back, see where we're at. Um, I'm starting to feel like it's time to, to move on to the next part. But um, I just wanted to at least say that being able to observe, take note, stop, reflect and uh, appreciate the challenges and what we've gone through, not getting down or hard on ourselves if we did not complete a challenge. It's, to me, at least it's just a check-in point. And, um, you know, to, to be aware of when we want to change something and then the ability to change it and then the appreciation that we did it and giving ourselves that positive reinforcement so that we can do it again in bigger ways. And each time that we face one of those challenges, it's telling ourselves in the universe we're ready for the next one. And that is, that's forward movement. That's forward motion. That is asking, completing, moving forward, repeat. Here comes Dexy. You can hear his little click, 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 click. Hi, Dexy. Hi. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and finish up this recording. I'm interested to see what actually got recorded. And um, yeah, thanks for joining me. Bye. Welcome. Thank you for joining me. Um, it's 12.59 on Monday, I believe. Uh, I always take notice of the time <clears throat> because I have such a connection with numbers. And 11 and 22, 86, 59, and then really any double digits. Um, or triple digits, uh, 18 as well, 13 has been coming up. I have other numbers that kind of pop up in phases. Sometimes they repeat themselves, sometimes they don't. Uh, sometimes I see them, but not as often as others, like 28 or for a week, you know, I'll see a ton of them and then I won't see them for three months. So there's definitely, I feel like some kind of pattern or communication with the numbers. I just haven't quite figured out, um, what they all are yet, but I also believe that that will be something that'll be figured out sooner or later. Um, <clears throat> see, 59 seconds. <laughs> now it's 1300. <laughs> One o'clock. Anyhow, so the, the reason for uh, my decision to start this podcast today, 111, is um, was I noticed, I was observing that I am handling or allowing a situation to unravel much differently than I would have before. 
and I just thought it was an interesting observation that I thought I could share in case someone else is around that point uh, in their uh, development that they maybe this is something that could be you know useful or helpful so we'll see if it fits anybody out there uh, otherwise at least it's just you know food for food for thought and a different perspective right so before I know that I would be going through things because there there's a lesson to learn there and I would feel like the lesson was over and then I felt like it was my job or duty to figure out why I had that lesson and what I learned out of it. And these lessons could be anything from an interaction with another person to, you know, a situation that uh, played out and I was by myself, a group of people, certain emotions I felt, you know, there's lots of different parts into challenges and lessons and and what we get from them, they're, they're, there's infinite. So those are just a couple examples. Um, and sometimes I would feel like I wasn't, like internally I felt like I wasn't on that higher vibration or frequency or that higher baseline um, that, I've, that I've been creating for myself. And so there's like this sweet spot where I'm just, I feel so great, I feel like my my true self that I'm at top notch on all levels and and I'm in this uh, great place of observance and separation and gratefulness and blissfulness and enlightenment and you know it's just like this well, there's you know if I meditated I can get to another level of blissful and enlightened you know there's there's obviously a, a peak um, version of that but there are still hues and characteristics of those things in this other, um, I don't know, place or space that I can reach when I um, am high, um, when I'm in a meditative state, when I'm in particular types of energy that can raise that. So whatever the whatever it is that raises that and allows me to feel those things and see those things and and hear differently and see differently and taste differently and, and, and everything differently. Um, so when I'm not in that spot, it I can feel it, and it doesn't. It's not bad, but it's not, you know, it's not great. I kind, I just, it feels like my solar plexus is like kind of blocked a little bit, like almost like indigestion or heartburn, and I know that it's that feeling is usually my <clears throat> my intuition saying we're not in line something's not completely lined up or balanced or you know we're not really all the way in that that got good spot and before i would spend so much time and attention on trying to figure out why that is how did i get there how did i let this happen you know how can I prevent this from next time? I would do all these things first, and then at the very end of that, I would say, okay, what can I do to get out of it? What do I need, what needs to happen for me to get just back to the good spot? But the thing is, is that I would spend so much time, I would distract myself on trying to figure out all of those hows and whys and details, um, and then sometimes forget the part about fixing it, about solving it and saying, 
Okay, well, what's next? So today I realized after meditating, um, today I realized why do I need to be spending all this time on the whys and the hows? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's relevant um, anymore. And so what really is the main focus, what seems more effective and efficient would be to, you know, when I feel that, um, first of all, let's not deny it or distract ourselves or pretend it's not happening or, you know, go straight to the drawing board and leaving it like that. I think the first thing that I want to do is validate it and say, yes, I am feeling like this. I see that. I feel that. I notice that. I'm observing that. That, that feeling is there. I don't know why and that's okay. If I'm meant to know why, I will know why. It'll, it'll come to me. I will be updated if I need to know why I got into this particular place. And that invites the solution to come to me because I'm assured that if I do need to know it, it'll come to me. And if I don't, then that saves me so much time. And that's really what I've been doing lately is, is kind of picking through all my habits and, um, and kind of fine tuning them and say, okay, we fixed that. We fixed this. This is good. This is good. This is good. Now let's go back and, and see what we can tighten up even more. And so lately I've been realizing that there's a lot of things that I'm doing that before they were helpful for the process of me learning how to train my brain and, um, excuse me, and how to help my brain and body follow my heart. Um, because that was a big transition. So there was a lot of leg work there. There was a lot of, I like to say manual work up there because it was a lot of stopping myself, catching myself, being really aware of myself, of my thoughts, of my patterns, of my habits, of my routine, all that kind of stuff. And I was having to kind of question a little bit at least, if does this need to be here? Do I resonate with this? You know, so there was a time where it was good to stop and, and at least ask some questions to myself and then you know, either decide to keep an update or release, let go, cut, dissolve, whatever you'd like to say. So, but now I'm getting to that point uh, where I believe that, that at least in certain situations, this one today, um, it doesn't, yeah, I don't, I don't really need to know why or how I got there. I just went straight to, all right, what, what can I do to elevate you know, my, my vibration, my frequency, my mindset, what can I do? And first thing I thought of breathe, get back into breathing <clears throat> that is mindful and is bringing the attention back to, um, body and mind and soul and heart <clears throat> and chakras, <clears throat> excuse me. And, uh, so that's what I did. I did some stretching I did a little bit of yoga, um, and, and that felt good, uh, and that felt better. And then a little bit after, um, I kind of felt it again, and it, it almost felt like kind of like a, a reminder. And so I said, hmm, I'm feeling it again, interesting. And I didn't really go searching for an answer, but something popped up into my head that felt like an idea or a thought saying, maybe you're supposed to be doing something else right now. <laughs> and I even said out loud, should I be doing something else right now? And then I got my internal signal, yes, 
So, oh, okay. So I stopped what I was doing. I went back outside and kind of didn't know exactly what I should be doing, but just kind of fell back into, um, you know, well, whatever I was doing outside before I went back inside and started doing dishes. And I did one or two things. And then on the third thing, I texted somebody. And after I texted that person, I felt the relief. Ah, oh, okay. It was, it was that, t I needed to text that person. Got it. And, and so there was a very simple communication. It was, I only needed to know what I needed to know uh, when I needed to know it. Uh, it. It cuts out all the, the unnecessary uh, information that could make things seem jumbled or confusing. So I've been really focusing on just asking for what do, what's the minimum? What do I need to know? You know, I can feel out other things, but I don't want to know. I don't want to have anything unnecessary kind of clog. So I'm really trying to focus on clarity so that um, when it is my turn to make a move, it's very clear what that move is. And um, so that's, that's one thing that I've, that I've been working on. Um, I think I'll keep it short for this one. I'm, you know, I've noticed more recently that myself and, and quite a few other people like and prefer uh, certain segments to be shorter. So I'm going to just kind of do a little range. I mean, really whatever comes out and feels natural. But this one, oh, it was 11-11. But this one, um, yeah, I think this is a good, a good spot to to close up. So thank you again for joining me and uh, I look forward to, uh, I was going to say frolicking in your mind with you. Uh, oh, it's 1.11 and 11.33. Um, but yeah, thanks thanks for joining me and and hearing what's going on in here and I'm curious always of what's going on in, in, your, in your noggin. So you're welcome to, to comment and, uh, you know, I was thinking it would be kind of interesting if we could have some more guests on even, um, especially there's people that I know that I meet, but for listeners who would like to, uh, add on to a particular topic or discuss something further, I'm absolutely open to, um, emailing or, or commenting because these topics are obviously uh, important and dear to me and if you find that you resonate with them and would like to discuss further I think that that would be that would be fascinating so uh, all right I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day bye